Hello, listeners, and welcome to DAM. Okay, a great podcast about the good book. My name is Andrew Portelli, and I'm here with my good friend, Tim Williams. Hello, Tim. Hey, Andrew. <laughs> How you doing? I'm good. I love that energy. <laughs> it's good, man, because I'm in a dark cave right now with candles. It's the kind of energy I'm giving out. Yeah. Yeah. Going nuts in your cave. I am, dude. I'm fucking going real nuts. I got a bottle of scotch whiskey. I got some tea candles. I got a whole <laughs> bunch of thoughts bouncing off these walls, my man. Yeah. Yeah. Are you ready to um, delve into some scripture? Dude, let's maybe let's wade it. No, you know what? I'll delve. I'll, I will delve. I'll match your delve. You ready to delve? I'll delve. Okay. All right. Well, th- this um, on this episode, we're talking about our main man, Samson, uh, the big, strong Israelite. I want to talk to Samson. Um, and this is from the book of Judges, uh, starting at chapter 13. Do you know why it's called the book of Judges, Tim? Uh, enlighten me. So the um, in this in this passage of the in in this part of the Old Testament, uh, it it's talking about a period where the people of Israel kept uh, sinning against the Lord, and every so often, the the Lord would send judges. Um, down amongst them, and these judges were people who would uh, defend the people of Israel, set them back on the right path. They could be military leaders, uh, big strong men like Samson, or uh, particularly wise people like Deborah. And they weren't literally judges, not in the sense that we know them today, uh, but they were called judges. Back in those days, I, I I did pick up a little bit on that because there's this refrain in in the book where they'll they'll say stuff and then they'll go, "In those days, Israel had no king; everyone did as they saw fit." Mm. It reminds me of a Western movie where it was like, "Those were the wild days, and the only law that existed was the law you could enforce with your pistol." Yeah. Exactly. Or like Robin Hood, um, you know, which all takes place while Richard the Lionheart is away at the Crusades. Yeah, okay. You, you've dropped that fancy book learning on us before. What was that, what was that uh, episode one? We get it, dude. Yeah. You read dusty tomes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why they call me a tomesman. <laughs> um, <laughs> call, you, call you Mr. Tome your gal. <laughs> Uh, okay, so so we start at um, chapter 13 of the book of Judges, the birth of Samson. Mm. The Israelites sinned against the Lord again, uh, what's new? And he let the Philistines rule them for 30 years. And at that time, there was a man named Manoah from the town of Zorah. And he was a member of the tribe of Dan. And his wife had never been able to have children. The the Lord's angel appeared to her and said, You've never been able to have children, but you will soon be pregnant and have a son. Be sure not to drink any wine or beer or eat any forbidden fruit, food, and after your son is born, 
you must never cut his hair, because from the day of his birth, he will be dedicated to God as a Nazarite. He will begin the work of rescuing Israel from the Philistines. Hmm. So I don't know if you've picked up on this, but um, all the way through the Bible, uh, God is basically operating an IVF service. Yeah, yeah. When your seed's lacking, let's just start packing up the good Lord's seed. We'll send them down. <laughs> all right. Um. Uh. I mean, all of that advice is good advice for a pregnant woman. Yeah. Don't drink any wine or beer. They were like three thousand years and ahead of the Surgeon General. That's insane. Good for well, them. yeah. I mean, yeah. I think there are quite a few Jewish obstetricians these days. Um, I guess they they got a head start on, on the rest of us. <laughs> just a couple, just a couple. Yeah, made their mamas proud. <laughs> uh, so the woman went and told her husband, um, "Man, a man of God has come to me, and he looked as frightening as the angel of God." I didn't ask him where he came from, and he didn't tell me his name, but he did tell me that I would become pregnant and have a son. And he told me not to drink any wine or beer or eat any forbidden food because the boy is to be dedicated to God as a Nazarite as long as he lives. So she doesn't know that he's an angel. She thinks he's just a a holy man. (laughs) She thinks he's just a creepy Samaritan. (laughs) Hey, you're going to get pregnant real soon. (laughs) (laughs) Look at those hips. (laughs) You're going to swell up with a child. He's just, he shakes her hand and he's just looking at her nails and he's like, You could use some prenatals. Excuse me? Nothing, nothing. <laughs> uh, so the husband prays and says, um, Send that dude back and tell us what to do with this boy when he's born. So the angel comes back and um, they, they, talk, they talk to the angel. And the the husband goes, "Are you the man who talked to my wife?" Yeah, you know there was you know there was a tone to that when he asked that. Yeah. Hey, hey, dude. Hey, hey, buddy. Uh, is that you that walked up on my wife in the fields telling her about some baby dreams? <laughs> Motherfucker, <laughs> saying you're gonna get pregnant. <laughs> yeah, what you talking about my wife's fertility without me for, buddy? <laughs> um. Yeah, and then the end, so her husband goes, uh, now, when your words come true, what must the boy do? What kind of life must he lead? And the angel says, uh, she has to do everything that I told her. And then the, hu- the husband goes, please, don't, don't go yet. Uh, let us cook a young goat for you. And the angel says, if I do stay, I will not eat your food because <laughs> You look like you would be a shit cook and your <laughs> hands are dirty. Um, but if you do want to prepare it, burn it as an offering to the Lord. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not going to eat. Um, but if you do want to cook, you can go ahead on and burn that because I'm not actually that. I actually ate before, so I had a late lunch. Why don't you go ahead and uh, send your culinary prayers up to the chimney, Hoss? Not interested. <laughs> Um, and then the husband says, tell us your name so that we can honor you when your words come true. And the angel asked, why do you want to know my name? It is a mystery name. <laughs> the, the 
worst thing you can say to assure confidence of a jealous husband. <laughs> uh, why do you? I'm fucking. I don't know. I'm like a Steve Daniel. I'm, St- I'm Steve. I'm Steve. Steve yeah. Daniel. What? I'm a drifter. What of it? I'm a drifter who walked up to your wife in the field while she was alone and said, "You're you're gonna get pregnant real soon." <laughs> Look at your little fertile ass. <laughs> oh me? Oh no no no! Mm, I get a, gonna get a baby up in there. Oh man, look at you! Ah <laughs> mm. uh, yeah. My name's not important, and neither is my itinerary. <laughs> What's important is your womb. <laughs> um. So the husband took a young goat and some grain, and offered them on the rock altar to the Lord, who works wonders. And while the flames were going up from the altar, uh, Manoah and his wife saw the Lord's angel go up towards heaven in the flames. That's when the husband realized that the man he'd been talking to had been the Lord's angel. Mm. And he and his wife threw themselves face downward on the ground, face down, ass up. They never saw the angel again. Face down, ass up. That's the way I like to... Sup. Uh what's up with y'all? What y'all doing over there? <laughs> That's the way I like to send up my prayers. Sup my prayers. Yeah. Um, um and then well, I mean she does give birth. Yeah. And they named him Samson. And the child grew and the Lord blessed him. And the Lord's power began began to strengthen him while he was between Zorah and Eshtael in the camp of Dan. Uh, moving on to Judges 14, similar to the story of Jesus, we, we, we there's some lost years with Samson. And by the time we catch back up with him after his birth, he's already at marrying age, which back then I think he was seven. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Samson went down to Tim Nah to, uh, you want to hang out with Tim? Nah. So Samson goes down to a town uh, of the Philistines. And so just a little context, uh, Israel's been sinning. So God has basically allowed the Philistines who are in present day, kind of like Gaza area Mm. uh, on the coast of the Mediterranean. He's given the Israels over to the Philistines. So the Philistines has just been running them, ransacking them, doing as they please. And uh, Samson is, is is the punisher sent by God, basically. Mm-hmm. Samson goes into the land of the Philistines and he sees one of their daughters. <laughs> then he came up and told his father and mother, I saw one of the daughters of the Philistines at Timnah. Now get her for me as a wife. What? Yeah, that would make things so much easier, wouldn't it? Dude. I mean, yeah, it would, but like also who talks to their mom and dad like that? Like they're fucking Mick Jagger at Studio 54 and they just like <laughs> spotting someone from the mezzanine. They're like, hey, hey, mom, go grab that one with, yeah, yeah. with the gold, the gold rhinestones. Go get her. Yeah. Nudging his bouncer and pointing at a 15 year old <laughs> in the crowd. <laughs> yeah. He tells mom that, hey, go get her for me as a wife. Um, but his uh, Samson's father and mother said to him, please, Samson, is, is there not a woman among the daughters of your kinsmen um, uh, of among all of our people? 
you, you, you must go to take a wife from the uncircumcised Philistines? Ugh. Samson says to his father, though, he's no jokes. He says, get her for me, for she pleases me well. <laughs> Dude, anyone who has that level of confidence mm. and machismo talking to their parents. Yeah, yeah. Um, it pleases me well. It's, it's, a real, uh, it's a really powerful way of speaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you're referring to yourself as like an objective entity mm. that needs to be pleased yeah her curves please me bring her to me <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. exactly yeah. some summon her for i came from your loins now you'll do my bidding <laughs> um but just think of like the freakish like feats of strength this motherfucker was doing to be able to speak to his parents like that mm. like they were like Mm, buzz buzz here comes the airplane you got a bowl of spaghetti it's gonna taste good and he just lifts up the whole fuck he's like enough games give me the pasta woman <laughs> 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 baby samson yeah i <laughs> <laughs> like, think of the shit he's doing <laughs> and uh you know tragic story i think samson pulled the tv down on his head or should we mourn? Like, no, Samson's going to wear that TV as a necklace. <laughs> Samson doesn't give a fuck, yeah. dude. This is an inferior set. Bring me a Samsung. <laughs> I got tired of all my playmates at the playground. So I threw the playground a couple blocks over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's the voice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We got, we got to settle on one. I never met a friend I couldn't throw into another county. <laughs> yeah, dude, he's he's just been like, they've been trying to fucking enroll him in like Little League football and shit. Yeah. And he's just been like tackling dudes like 12 feet into the ground. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like we need to get his birth certificate if he's going to play in this tournament. Like no one's going to believe. <laughs> I think this is, I think this is how the story goes. Um, He was in the Philistine town and then he came back and told his father and mother, there is a Philistine woman down at Timnah who caught my attention. Get her for me. I want to marry her. <laughs> and his father and mother asked him, mm, Do you have to go to those heathen Philistines to get a wife? Uh, can't you find someone in our own clan among all our people? But Samson told his father, She is the one I want you to get for me. I like her. <laughs> Samson's the kind of dude who walked in on his parents having sex and he just goes, dismount. <laughs> and then just pulls them apart and holds them at arm's length and goes, there's a woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were having sex at the time. <laughs> when mm. he came in mm. and dropped the knowledge off. Um, okay, so his, his, his this is interesting too because after he says, get her for me, for she pleases me well. Um, the next sentence, his father and mother did not know that it was from the Lord for he was seeking an occasion against the Philistines. At that time, the Philistines had dominion over Israel. So it's one of those things where like this angel warned them mm. way in advance, like, Hey, you're gonna, you gotta, you got a Nazarite. You gotta, you got a, a God devotee coming to you. You gotta, yeah. you got, you got a, you got a baby of pure Godness coming down. And they just maybe forgot about it. And they were like, oh, we didn't know. He was going to do this kind of shit. 
can you picture Samson as like <laughs> picture picture this if you if you can as like a seven year old and he's fucking jacked and he's like super vascular, mm. but he, he insists on having a Steven Seagal ponytail. <laughs> <laughs> He always has like the black gi on. Yeah. He just walks around just like bowing at people. Like, oh, how are you doing? Yeah. yeah. His parents hate it. They're like, please get rid of that ponytail. And he's like, God said, never touch my hair. <laughs> so saith the Lord. So swayeth the Lord. He just flips his hair. <laughs> um, the, the, other, the, the other funny thing is that. Um, so his parents didn't know that it was the Lord who gave Samson this boner for the pal- for the um, Philistine girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. They just think it's him being. Mm. They're probably worried about the girl. They're like, we've seen what he's done in Little League football. He's gonna <laughs> he's gonna blow the fucking box spring out of this fucking nuptial night. Like, we're worried for. Her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good Lord, Samson. Like, yeah, take a tantric route, please. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so after uh, his parents get over the, the shock of, of him bench pressing them while they're trying to have sex, uh, Samson went down with his father and mother to Timnah. And he came to the vineyards of Timnah. And behold, a young lion roared against him. And the spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him. And he tore the lion asunder as one tears a kid, a baby goat. What? Like, what? <laughs> this is, <laughs> this, uh, he did, like, you know, he tore it apart real easily, like a, like a baby goat. Like, yeah. Baby goats are the placeholder for things easily torn until paper came along. I'm yeah. <laughs> I guess that as like a baby goat was what you would tear. To as a feat of strength before <laughs> they have phone books, yeah. you just tear this like defenseless animal apart and yeah. throw both pieces like yeah. twenty meters apart. Yeah, but not even though because it's not even like a feat of strength. It, 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 they're making it sound like it's easy. He's like he tore the line asunder as one tears a, a baby goat. Yeah, like you know, you know how easy that is. Yeah, you, you're carrying some in a paper towel and it gets a little wet and it rips. Big deal. And then you got bloody goats all over your hands. Whatever. <laughs> Who hasn't done that? The other funny thing is it, he, he tears it apart as if it were a young goat, but he did not tell his parents what he had done. Mm. So he like sort of splits off from them, tears a line in two, and then like sort of jogs back up to catch up to them. <laughs> so, oh, sorry. I had to take a piss. <laughs> He's covered in blood. (laughs) And fur and lion shit and lion guts and undigested lion meal, whatever was in the lion's stomach. Yeah. Oh, man. You wouldn't believe the traffic on the fucking (laughs) dusty (laughs) footpath. (laughs) On the footpath. (laughs) Oh, okay. So, and also, why didn't he tell them? Why is he scared of his father and mother? They've seen what he can do. They're like, dude. Whatever, tell us. You can be honest with us. Please be honest with us. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he, he he tore the line asunder as one as one tears a baby goat. He did not tell his mother, or father. Then he went down and talked with the woman, and she she pleased Samson well. And after a while, he returned to take her. 
And he turned aside to see the carcass of the lion, and behold, there was a swarm of bees in the body of the lion and honey. He scrapes it out with his hands and goes on, eating as he went. Just a real sloppy drive-through of a. He's like, yeah, no, I got it. I'm on. I'm on the way to work. Let me get this chili honey dog. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's what life was like back then. Is you'd kill a lion, and then a couple of days later, you'd be back um, walking down the same road uh, to claim your wife, who you've met once before. And <laughs> oh, there's some lion honey. <laughs> So you scrape that out and <laughs> you just eat it as you walk. Hey, where are you making all this honey from? Uh, not from a lion. Enough questions. Next one. What's up? <laughs> so he scrapes it out into his hands and goes on eating as he goes. And he comes to his father and his mother and he gives them some. And they like it. They eat it. But he did not tell them that he had taken the honey from the carcass of the lion. Dude, that's fucking wild like he just scooped raw honey out of an active lion carcass like yeah (laughs) that's fucking insane (laughs) he ripped this lion apart left it lying for a while comes back oh there's a beehive in it might as well tear into that This is some planet Earth shit when you're like seeing these bees sting the bears and they just couldn't be bothered. Like, yeah. who cares, man? I love honey. Yeah. And then it's like, hey, Ma, Pa, you want some honey? <laughs> There's a part of me that thinks Samson might actually be a bear. I, I don't know. I don't want to get too into that. I think Samson <laughs> yeah. is actually a bear. Let's let's be real. And so this the this woman that 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 he told his parents they love his father goes down to the woman and Samson made a feast there for the young men used to do that's what that's what you would do when you found a woman you love make a feast and when the people saw him they brought 30 companions to be with him and Samson said to them hey let me put a riddle to you if you can tell me what it is within 7 days of the feast and find it out then I'll give you 30 linen garments and 30 festal garments. But if you cannot tell me what it is, then you shall give me 30 linen garments and 30 festal garments. What a wager. And they said to him, well, give us your riddle so we can hear it. Mm. Um, that's that's not that's that's great. Like you're the West Side Story. You're going you're going to Maria's territory. You're going to the uh, whatever the jets or the sharks or whatever it is, and you're not content with just being the outsider who got the gal. You're like, ah, what about a wager? Yeah, let's make this interesting. Yeah, give me clothes. <laughs> Who's ever gone to a casino and it's been like, all right, I'll put uh, I'll, I'll put thirty jumpsuits on a uh, red five. Everyone's like, what mm. hello, boys. <laughs> you want to hear a riddle? <laughs> Who wagers wardrobes? Who wagers with a riddle? I bet you you won't understand this riddle. Yeah. What are you, 10? Yeah. As everyone knows, all the power in a riddle lies with the person who made the riddle. Because it could be anything. Mm-hmm. So so he, 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 he does the wager of 30 garments. And they say to him, uh, put your riddle to us that we may hear it. And he said to them, out of the eater came something to eat. Out of the strong 
came something sweet. Damn. So that's pretty clearly a reference to the lion and the honey. And it's not really a riddle so much as something that happened to him (laughs) that's crazy (laughs) that he's described using synonyms. With my shoes, I stepped into the street, <laughs> and the bus hit a f- human full of meat. <laughs> You're like, did you witness a bus accident? <laughs> <laughs> How's it a riddle? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I guess it's a riddle in the sense that if you hadn't have just read what he did like we did, you'd be like, what the fuck are you talking? Like if someone just came to me and said, out of the eater came something to eat, out of the strong came something sweet. Dude, I could I could be there for 10,000 years and I wouldn't figure but, that out. But, uh, but usually like if it's like, oh, what has hands and a face but no body? It's like, oh, it's a clock. Like yeah. face and hands are associated with the concept of clock. Whereas, right. as far as I know, this is the only time that uh, honey, a swarm of bees, has made a hive in the carcass of a dead lion um, and produced honey. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's not, that's not an established relationship between lions and honey. Right, right. It is impossible to guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the the wedding party could not in three days tell what the riddle was. Surprise, surprise, surprise. On the fourth day, they said to Samson's wife, who I don't think has ever been named. She's just Samson's wife. Mm. Um, on, on the fourth day, they said to Samson's wife, hey, entice your husband to tell us what the riddle is, lest we burn you in your father's house with fire. Savvy, have you invited us here to impoverish us? So they're they're pissed. They're like, your boy came down with riddles. We're embarrassed. We're going to burn up your whole lot if you don't figure this out for us. And Samson's wife wept before him and said to Samson, you, you must hate me. You do not love me. You've put a riddle to my countrymen and you have not told me what it is. That's that's so often a problem in relationships where Dude. your partner puts a riddle to your countryman but doesn't tell you what it is. He says to her, uh, behold, have I not I have not told my father nor my mother, and I'm supposed to tell you? I shall tell you. <laughs> Don't make me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's just bench pressing mountains looking at her. He's like mid rep. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't told my mother or my father, and I love them way more than you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So she weeps before him the seven days that their feast lasted. Wow. So for seven days, she's mm. she's just crying. And the seventh day, he told her because she pressed him hard. <laughs> what? Like, this dude can withstand the pressure of gods and mountains, but give him one nagging wife and he's bound to break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. I mean, yeah, I think that is basically the message. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. Just yapping and yapping and yapping. <laughs> He's like, all right. His hands are covered in the blood of a bear. 
And he's like, yes, okay, fuck me, dead. Christ. (sighs) Yes. Well, okay. You want to know about the riddle? Well, guess what? I killed a lion and then honey came out. Uh, That's what the riddle means. And she's like, oh, okay. (laughs) And that's exactly what happens. So he finally breaks down. He tells her because she pressed him hard. Mm-hmm. And she goes and spills the beans to her countrymen. And the men of the city said to Samson on the seventh day, like right before the market closes, right before this riddle deal is done, they're going to have to be much Yeah. <laughs> they probably got him to like boast a lot first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How confident are you in your wordplay, oh, ogre? And, and they go, what is sweeter than honey? What is stronger than a lion? Which is funny because instead, they answer the riddle with questions like they're on yeah. Jeopardy. Oh, fair Samson. We will repost with you in questions as well. <laughs> a query for a query, old boy. <laughs> <laughs> and he says to them, if you had not plowed with my heifer, you would not have found out my riddle. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. I mean, yeah. Um, my version says, if you hadn't been, if you hadn't been plowing with my cow, you wouldn't know the answer now. (laughs) Oh, he rhymes like a couplet. Yeah. He made a couplet. Also. Yeah. Calling her a cow. Which is, but that's, that fits with the whole thing because the whole reason he went into their land, like I said, he's God's punisher. He's, he's looking for Mm. a fight the whole time. The only reason he's taken this wife. His parents don't know. God, God told him, said, hey, I want you to fall in love with these ones. Mm. And he's just going, he's just trying to start fights. He's fucking, he's putting riddle bets to people at his wedding feast. You know, he's, yeah. he's antagonizing. He's looking for a Basically, brawl. yeah. And so after they find out his riddle and he's like, oh, you, you got the secret from my woman, cow. And the spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him. And he went down to Ashkelon and killed 30 men of the town and took their spoil and gave the festal garments to those who had told the riddle, to those who he had told the riddle to. In hot anger, he went back to his father's house and Samson's wife was given to his companion who had been his best man. It was a lot in that last paragraph. Yeah. So he, he, he recognizes the legitimacy of the wager he made. And he's like, fuck, I owe these guys 30 garments. Mm -hmm. So he goes into a a different town in Philistine territory, beats the shit out of 30 strangers and takes their clothes. Kills them. Kills them, beats them to death. Takes their clothes. Gives it to these guys. He's like, hey guys, good job. Can you imagine getting (laughs) bloodstained clothes from a guy an hour after you solved his riddle? Yeah, and just like, are we responsible in any way for this? <laughs> oh fuck, dude! This is Frank's shirt. He'd been walking around with this. I knew, I knew. dude. His name is written <laughs> on the label at the back. <laughs> in- it's, it says Frank. <laughs> He's stolen his underwear as well. It's got Tuesday written on it. <laughs> All of the fucking collars are stretched out because he's obviously lifting them up against a wall. It was like, are you good at riddles too? <laughs> okay. And then he goes back home and he's fucking fuming. <laughs> Dude, 
That's the craziest part. He leaves his wedding feast that he's been at for a week <laughs> and just goes back to his dad's house. He's fucking pissed. <laughs> <laughs> And while he's living, all those other Philistines are like, all right, well, I guess this isn't his wife anymore. We'll just give her away. And you know that rule. <laughs> you know that adage. That whole. <laughs> if the husband be pissed, uh, give the wife to the man <laughs> who missed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so on, on to chapter, uh, 15 Mm. of, of judges. So I'm guessing some time has cooled down. Everyone has forgot about the crazy fucking Mm. riddle massacre. Yeah. (laughs) The, this wedding reception that got way out of hand. (laughs) (laughs) That led to a massacre in in an adjoining town. Not even at the actual reception. He's like, "No, I'm gonna. <laughs> no, I gotta. I'm gonna I go gotta. drive. I gotta go for a drive." He's just fucking white knuckling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's beating the shit out of these mules. <laughs> oh my god! All right, so. Uh, I like how the Bible uses the phrase after a while. That's great. Mm. That's how chapter 15 starts. After a while, at the time of the wheat harvest, Samson w- went to visit his wife with a kid. Um, so I. A young guy. Went to visit his wife. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, hey, bitch, you lose this kid. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so he goes to visit his wife with a young goat. And he. <laughs> Hey, you missing something? <laughs> Uppercuts. <laughs> what is it? Um, right to the moon. <laughs> Straight to the moon, like Alice Cramden. <laughs> uh, Straight to the moon, Alice. Okay, and he says. Uh, so he goes and visits his wife with the with the young kid. And he's he's torn like six on the way. I'm sure mm. <laughs> he's like, "What are you going to do with these kids?" They like paper. And he says, uh, "I will go into my wife in the chamber, but her father would not allow him to go in." And the, his wife's father said, ah, "Ew! I really thought that you utterly hated her, so I gave her to your companion." Uh, by the way, is not her younger sister way hotter than she like? Pray, take take her instead. And which is a really scumbag move by the dad. Yeah. Like, Trust me, I've had these I've had these daughters for a while. You don't think I know which one's the hottest ones? Come on. Yeah. And you don't even have to marry this one. Just have her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I and I, I, I like how her her dad's trying to like fun angle out of the situation. Like he double booked the bride. And he's like, maybe we could comp you with a suite at the other end of the hall? Yeah, yeah. So he says, uh, your sister's way hotter. Take her instead. And Samson says, this time I shall be blameless in regard to the Philistines when I do the mischief. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that last time I was kind of at fault. Um, you know what? Certainly there were, good, like, there were good people on both sides. This time, yeah. <laughs> I'm not responsible. Yeah. 
So Samson goes and catches 300 foxes, uh, which I don't know if you ever try to catch one fox, but it's an afternoon. Yep. So Samson goes and catches 300 foxes and takes torches, and he tied them tail to tail, and he put a torch between each pair of tails. And when he had set fire to the torches, he let the foxes go. And they run through all of the grain fields of the Philistines and burn up all of their field, all the grain, all their olive orchards, everything. And then the Philistines are like, who, who has done this? And someone comes up and they go, it was Samson, the son-in-law of the Timnite, because because we gave his wife away and we gave her to a companion, yada, yada, yada. But still, it was Samson. And the Philistines come up and they burn her and her father with fire. Oof. Not what happened to the guy they gave her to? I guess he survived patriarchy. Uh, mm. Samson says to them, if this is what you do, I swear I will be avenged upon you. And after that, I will quit. And he smote them hip and thigh with great slaughter. What? Yeah. What's that all about? He smote them hip and thigh. He killed them. Yeah, but hip and thigh. I guess he's just like, he's doing like Muay Thai. He's throwing in fucking knee kicks. <laughs> he's grabbing behind their neck, pulling them down yeah, into it. Getting dude. into the clinch, yeah. Chapter 15, verse 9. Samson defeats the Philistines. The Philistines came and camped in Judah and attacked the town of Lehi. The men of Judah oh, asked... Oh, oh, stuck in Lehi again. <laughs> The men of Judah asked them, Why are you attacking us? And they answered, We came to take Samson prisoner and to treat him as he treated us. So these 3,000 men of Judah went to the cave in the, cla- in the cliff at Etam and said to Samson, Don't you know that the Philistines are our rulers? What have you done to us? And he said, I did to them just what they did to me. Mm. And they said, we have come here to tie you up so we can. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time they're just holding these huge fucking ropes. There are 3,000 dudes. They're all like wearing leather daddy gear. Uh, <laughs> they got all sorts of ropes and chains and plugs and gags and. Um, they arrive at this cave and they say, we have come here to tie you up so we can hand you over to them. <laughs> and um, Samson said, okay, but give me your word that you won't kill me yourselves. And they said, all right, we are only going to tie you up and hand you over to them. We won't kill you, but you might wish that we had. <laughs> so one of them one of them is hitting his palm with a wooden paddle. <laughs> we won't kill you. Yeah, and he's just licking his lips. We'll turn your ass bright red though. <laughs> we heard someone was a naughty boy. Could it be, could it be you? <laughs> Samson, you've been naughty again. Don't you know that the Philistines are our rulers? <laughs> so They tie him up with two new ropes and brought him back from the cliff. When he got to Lehi, the Philistines came running towards him, shouting at him. Suddenly the power of the Lord made him strong, and he broke the ropes around his arms and hands as if they were burnt thread. So pretty easily, in other words. Yeah. 
Then he found a jawbone of a donkey that had recently died. Mm. He reached down and picked it up and killed a thousand men with it. Oof. It's a big donkey. Yeah, dude. Some John Wick shit. Yeah, what what's the equivalent to a donkey's jawbone? I'm I'm thinking of like a just a big ass spoon, maybe. Like <laughs> it certainly can't be that sharp, you know. Or easy to wield, yeah. It's not Yeah, you grab it. Not, not well balanced, yeah. You've got molar imprints on your palm. You just <laughs> white knuckling the fucking yeah. donkey teeth. Just crashing it into people. Just just a vet a veterinarian just roided out, just like whatever <laughs> grabs whatever's in his office. So he, he reached he, he killed a thousand men with the jawbone of the donkey. And then he sang With the jawbone of a donkey I killed a thousand men. With the jawbone of a donkey I piled them up in piles. And um <laughs> Yeah, I guess it's more of a folksy kind of tune. It doesn't rhyme. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is Dylan at Newport. They're like, I, I like Samson before before he went donkey. Yeah. Um, after that, he threw the jawbone away, and um, then he became very f- thirsty. Just apropos of nothing. Uh, I mean, that would happen. So he called to the Lord and he said, "You gave me this great victory." Am I now going to die of thirst and be captured by these heathen Philistines? <laughs> Yo, God. <laughs> Water. Water. <laughs> Water. I'm so thirsty. There's so much foreskin out here. <laughs> Why have thou foreskin in me, huh? <laughs> so <clears throat> God opened a hollow place in the ground there and water came out. Samson drank it and began to feel much better. And Samson led Israel for 20 years while the Philistines ruled the land. Then we we get to chapter 16, Samson at Gaza. One day, Samson went to the Philistine city of Gaza, uh, where he met a prostitute and went to bed with her. The people of Gaza found out that Samson was there, so they surrounded the place and waited for him all night long at the city gates. They were quiet all night, thinking to themselves, we'll wait until daybreak, and then we'll kill him. First, let him have his fun. (laughs) But Samson stayed in bed only until midnight. Then he got up and took hold of the city gate and pulled it up, doors, posts, lock and all. He put them on his shoulders and carried them far off to the top of the hill overlooking Hebron. (laughs) Damn, dude. You got to stop giving PCP to your Johns at Gaza. <laughs> this guy went on one. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> He's just like, yeah, I'm feeling real good. And they're like, whoa, dude. <laughs> Come back to bed, Samson. Yeah. He's halfway up a mountain carrying the gate. So after this, after the uh, the whorehouse DoorDash, uh, <laughs> he loved a woman in the Valley of Sorek whose name was dun, 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 Delilah. Mm. Okay. And the lords of the Philistines, so I guess the, uh, the rulers of the Philistines, come to her and say, 
Delilah, entice him and see wherein his great strength lies and by what means we may overpower him, that we may bind him to subdue him. And we will each give you 1,100 pieces of silver. Mm. And Delilah says to Samson, hey, um, could you please tell me wherein your great strength lies and how you might be bound uh, that one could subdue you? <laughs> yeah, she's just running her finger along the windowsill. Yeah. Hypothetically, if one were to wish to bind you, how would one do that, hypothetically, of course? Say you took to bed with a, hmm, a coquettish hmm, usurper. How would they best deceive you? Mm, suppose hypothetically, um, <laughs> just, suppo- just suppose that um, in a fantasy world, you had married a woman who had been promised 1,100 pieces of silver to tie you up and make you helpless. He's like, how many? She's like, 11, 11 fucking hundred. Yeah. What would she have to do to get that money? He's just doing, he's just, he's, he's just doing push-ups, but he's just pushing the world down. He's like, he's like I don't get, why, why would you? <laughs> babe, why are you asking me that, babe? <laughs> he's, just, he's just curling continental plates. Uh and Samson says to her, uh, well, if they bind me with seven fresh bowstrings, which have not been dried, then uh, I'll become weak and I'll be like any other man. And then the lords of the Philistines brought her seven fresh bowstrings, which had not been dried, and she bound him with them. Now she had men lying in wait in an inner chamber. All right, that's that's crazy. She just she has these dudes just in the room like she's mm-hmm. like, all right. He's been honest. It's go time. I've got guys in the room. Yeah. Basically, the Philistine equivalent of SEAL Team 6. Yeah. And and, uh, so she gets them all tied up with these bowstrings. And then she goes, uh, oh, my God, Samson, the Philistines are upon you. Samson. And he snaps the bowstrings as a string snaps when it touches the fire. So the secret of his strength was not known. But he... He killed all those guys, right? I, I mean, he must have. It doesn't say that, but I reckon he did, yeah. Like, he just snaps the bowstrings, and then there's just, like, seven dudes in the room. are like, oh, uh, is the ice machine in here, or <laughs> is it down the hall? They're, they're looking for fresh towels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just like, you're, you're neck, and it's mine. Grr, grr, grr. Just, just fucking kills all of them blood everywhere yeah she's like oh my god i'm sorry it's crazy how whoa that's so random what what are these guys doing here anyway (laughs) get out of here you philistines god you're so bad thanks for killing them samson (laughs) you're so strong my dear husband (laughs) By the way, about that strength, how can I subvert it? Uh, Delilah says to Samson, Behold, you have mocked me, babe, and you told me lies. Please tell me how you might be bound. And he's and he says to her, Okay. Um, and he's like, he's just looking off in the distance. He's like, uh, I guess if they 
Uh, if they bind me with new ropes that have not been used, then I'll become weak and I'll be like any other man. And so Delilah takes new ropes and binds him with them and says to him while he's sleeping, Samson, oh my God, the Philistines are upon you, Samson. And there's more men in the room this time again. And he snaps the ropes off his arms like a thread. And once again, I just, we just have to assume that he once again just kills mm. a platoon in his bedroom. Yeah. So rule of three, classic Bible comedy. Uh, Delilah says to Samson, okay, until now you've mocked me and you told me lies. Now tell me how you might be bound. And he says to her, well, if you weave the seven locks of my head with a web and you tighten it with a pin, then I should become weak. So while he sleeps, I said rule of three. This is like a fucking rule of seven. Jesus. Mm -hmm. So while he sleeps, Delilah takes the locks of his head, of his head, weaves them into the web and she makes them tight. And then once again, classic Samson, the Philistines are upon you. But he wakes up, pulls away the pin, loom the web and he's and he's up. And I assume they're down like 45 Philistines at this point. It's just the floor is sopping wet with the blood of potential mm. of, of home intruders, really. And yeah, just bone and brains. Yeah. Yeah. This is like a drone strike. This is like he's so strong. It's not just like, oh, I punch you. It's like, oh, I punch you in the chest. I'm punching through you and your three friends. Yeah. And I'm throwing you out the window. Okay. Finally. Del Delilah really turns on the waterworks and she goes, Samson, how can you say I love you when your heart is is not with me? You, you've mocked me three times and you've not told me where your great strength lies. And when she pressed him hard with her words day after day and urged him, his soul was vexed to death. Mm. The man who God gave the greatest strength of all time was worn down by the attrition. Jewish Hercules. Um, <laughs> Jewish Hercules. Was no match. Met Jewish Hercules. Okay. Mm. Okay. Mm. And he finally he just has it. And he goes, listen, I've, I've, a razor's never come upon my head. I, I'm a Nazarite. All right. I'm a, I'm a gift from God. So if you shave me, my strength will leave me and I'll become weak and I'll be like any other man. And Delilah can tell when she's finally broken a man. and She goes, "Ooh, this has the ring of truth to it. And she sins and she calls the lords of the Philistines. She goes, come up at once. He's told me everything. And the lords of the Philistines come to her and they bring the money in their hands. Dude, if they brought the money in their hands, they each promised her 1100 mm. This is a convoy that comes up. This yeah. is Breaker Breaker 1-9. We're bringing in 18 truckloads of straight sterling. You know? Yeah. She made him sleep upon her knees. She petted his hair until he fell asleep on her lap. She, and she called a man and had him shave off the seven locks of his head. Then she began to torment him and his strength left him. And she said, the Philistines are upon you, Samson. And he wakes from his sleep and says, I will go out as at other times and shake myself free. And he did not know that the Lord had left him. And the Philistines seized him and gouged out his eyes and brought him down to Gaza and bound him with bronze fetters, put bronze handcuffs on the man. And they tied him to the, uh, the, the grist mill. He, had, he was like a, a beast of burden. He just had to turn the grist mill. Mm. But, but, little foreshadowing, 
the hair of his head did begin to grow again after it had been shaved. Mm. Oh, man. Okay. On to chapter 23, Samson's death. Or? No, it's definitely Samson's death. Chapter 23. Now the lords of the Philistines gathered to offer a great sacrifice to Dagon, their god, and to rejoice. And they said, Hark. Our God has given us Samson, our, our enemy, right into our hands. And when the people saw him, they praised their God. And they said, our God has given our enemy into our hands. This guy who's killed so many, he's, he's, we've got him in control now. And when they, they had drinking a bit and they had some fun, they said, call Samson. Let's, let's, let's make him dance for us. Yeah. So they call Samson. It's time for your headliner. <laughs> it's time for your headliner. You guys have been such a great audience all night. Um, we've got one more act for you tonight, so we're going to bring you on now. But before we do, I want you to I want you to put your hands together and build up the biggest round of applause you've done all night. And please welcome to the stage your headliner for this evening, Samson. Keep clapping until he gets to the mic, folks. Yes. Keep clapping, Woo! and he's just bleeding out of his eyes that have been gouged out. <laughs> He's waving, he's doing the hey, hey, hurrah, hurrah. He's got his Rodney Dangerfield <laughs> suit on. Does a little Sammy Davis tap dance. Well, he could do, um, yeah, he could do a Rodney, Rodney Dangerfield because he did not get no respect from his wife, did he? <laughs> so they, they, they bring Samson up and they're just humiliating him. So they make him stand between the pillars, this great temple held up by these, these, uh, these, these pillars. And, and Samson said to the boy who held him by the hand, I also love how they gave just a boy for this job. Like, yeah. Like, oh, we've, we've conquered this, this beast. Uh, let's say tore a lion asunder and killed a thousand of our men. Yeah. Let's let, yeah. The, let's let the boy watch over him. He's weak now. <laughs> the boy is probably <laughs> fine. Dude. Have you seen that boy though? He's looking pretty strong. <laughs> and so Samson says to the boy who's holding him by the hand, Hey, um, let me fill the pillars on which the house rests that I may lean against them. Now the house was full of men and women. All and the, the the boy doesn't go. Oh, does it have to be the pillars that are like structural? Can it be any other pillars? And Samson's like, no, no, no. The structural pillars. I want. I in particular want to feel those. Why? Don't worry about it. Because some jet fuel's about to melt some steel beams, bro. So, <laughs> so the house is full of everybody. Everyone's there. Everyone's there. All the lords, all mm. the ladies, every all the Philistines are there. And on the roof, this is crazy. This there, there must be like this is like they're looking down. It's like a club with a rooftop, and you can look down into the party. There's no way that this place is built to code. No, this is a fire marshal's nightmare. There's three thousand yeah. men and women on top of the roof looking down at Samson being mm-hmm. paid to a fool. I, I okay, so I, I mentioned it earlier. I'm not a biblical scholar, but I do have a sneaking suspicion that Samson was actually a bear. And when he's been, he's, he's, calling, he's like, hey, do you have a pillar? He's just looking for somewhere to scratch his back. That's what this whole thing. So Samson calls the Lord and says, oh, Lord, remember me? I used to pray to you. Please strengthen me. 
please, just this once, God, let me avenge the Philistines for one of my two eyes. Uh-oh. And Samson grasps the two middle pillars upon which the whole house rested, and he leans his weight upon them, his right hand on one, his left hand on the other. And Samson said, Let me die with the Philistines! Then he mm. bowed with all his might, and the house fell upon the lords and upon the people that were in it. He just fucking murdered like 4,000 people, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it's a fucking crazy way to go out. It, th- there's a line that says, Samson killed more people at his death than he had killed during his life. <laughs> and that's not an idle statement. This dude killed 1,000 people at w- one time with the jawbone of a donkey. Yeah. Then his brothers and all his family came down and brought him... Wow, they did some like 9-11 ground zero shit and they uprooted him out of all of this rubble. They they took him back mm-hmm. home and they buried him in the tomb of his father. He had judged Israel for 20 years. Yeah, um, that and that was their leader, was <laughs> this dude who was just like very strong, but clearly also crazy as hell. Dude, um, I, I don't know. He I must have. Yeah. He must have really loved Delilah. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't say was Delilah surely had to be in at the party. She was maybe she was watching him dance around with his hollow sockets. Yeah. Yeah, he he really had it he he really um he got it bad. Hey there, Delilah, I'm down in New York City and my eyes are dripping down on you and it is such a pity, won't you do? Please take a pillar from me or two. He, he went out, uh, he died as he lived, uh, killing a ton of Philistines. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's the story of Samson. Oh, man. What a, what a judge. Yeah. Yeah, probably closer to Judge Dredd than anything else. <laughs> um, yeah, also just how much of it he sort of brought on himself. You know, you know, you know. I think what you know what I think the conclusion is from this story. What's that? Is um, marry in haste, repent at your leisure. <laughs> you know, like just make sure that she's the one. Before you put a ring on it, because um, yeah, or or maybe make sure she's not the one, so you don't feel so bad about killing everyone she's ever known. Mm, yeah, yeah. Either way, <laughs> <laughs> but um, and marry your own kind. I think that's the other message. That is, that is, that. I think that's the one we can take away from this. That's actually the key message. Yeah, <laughs> don't don't cross the tracks even for love. <laughs> oh man fucking a andrew what a tale this has just been nuts yeah that was that was a fun one